most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody. It's King and Foster here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Azaway in our studios. Terry and Jimmy out on your television sets uh, watching them uh, at home. And our last show, we were talking about baseball and, you know, Tigers have the week off because the Cardinals went out and got sick and spread it to some of their coaches, 13 altogether on that team. We heard about the Florida Marlins and about 18 or 20 of those guys last week. There are some teams that, you know, don't want to travel to anywhere near where these cities, where these teams play. But we're playing ball, and Terry left it as saying these baseball players just took it upon themselves to go out and wreck everything for everybody. He called baseball players the, I guess, the rudest players in sports. Is that true, Terry? That is absolutely true, and I'll tell you why. Baseball players have a few things going. I don't know if you want to call it four against us. A lot of them didn't go to college. They don't have that training like Jimmy is. He's he's kind of – one thing I've learned about Jimmy is he's kind of um, worldly because he went to Michigan. But a lot of these guys didn't go to college. They're overpaid. Um, and, and, and I just think the percentage of assholes in Major League Baseball or baseball in general is higher than in any other sport. Um, I debated I found, you. I said I think football players perhaps. Okay. Give me some examples. What's up? I'm just not going to give you. I just think they're more rude. To be to be perfectly frank, what and, makes a baseball player true. more rude than a football player? They're more brutal. Alex Rodriguez. Alex, Alex Rodriguez. What about him? He's one of the rudest people you will ever want to meet. I wouldn't put that past him. I know him. a lot of football. I know a lot of. I know a lot of football players. I know a lot of basketball players. I know a lot of baseball players. I know a lot of soccer players. I know lacrosse, blah, whatever. Right. The one of the rudest people that I've ever met in my life is a baseball player. So I'm not going to broad stroke it. Good. Good. <laughs> but I will say that um, he was by far one of the rudest celebrity athletes I've huh. ever met. Hey, it's funny you bring him up, Jimmy, because you know what today is? What? A- Alex, Alex Rodriguez. Hit his 600th home run today. <laughs> he became the youngest player to ever hit 600 home runs today. That's pretty well, funny that you brought him up. Hey. Well, congratulations, a a hole. A hole. You know what he does very well? Why? Here's what Alex Rodriguez does very well in public. When the cameras are going on, oh baby, man, he plays up that camera like he's the greatest guy in the world. He'll you ask him a question, he's like this. Mm-hmm. So the 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 people will say, well, this is one of the nicest guys in baseball because <laughs> I've seen guys in baseball, particularly baseball, when uh, somebody wants an interview, they scream at the reporter, I shouldn't do this, I don't want to do this, crap, blah, blah, blah. So when the camera turns on, man, they're all smiles <laughs> and hugs and like questionnaire. They, I mean, they play it up, Maz. You gotta, you gotta look between the lines, brother. Okay. When that camera's off, pay attention. I know Miguel Cabrera has a little bit of a, a side to him. I've, I've heard that before. Yeah, but I think part yeah. of that is so, because of the language. They feel uncomfortable because they, 
Uh, he doesn't speak fluent uh, English. Um, but he should. I think that's detriment. Well, he should. And I think he's tired of hearing people saying that he should. So he gets a little upset about that. Uh, plus, you know, he's gotten in trouble before and right. stuff like this. And, Maz, I tell you, one player I'm glad is no longer here, at least from a media standpoint, Juan Gonzalez. Because this fool used to sh show up every day uh, with his entourage. And then as soon as he came in, the, the Tiger PR people would come up to you and say, oh, if you talk to Juan Gonzalez, only ask him about baseball. I said, no. This dude, as I said, he don't want to be here. He do, you know, he doesn't right. like Detroit. I'm asking about that. And I said, no, Man. only baseball. And I, and I always get in trouble. I'm like, I'm going to ask him what I want. Remember Prince Fielder? Remember, huh? Prince Field Remember when Prince Fielder had had it with us and – People were right. asking yep. about why he didn't do well. He's like, I got kids, man, you know, stuff like And we all jumped right. all over the poor guy. <laughs> right. All right, but, baseball you know, players are the worst. You win. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, his his his, um, his father, Cecil, wasn't a prince either uh, as far as being a nice and stuff like that. I mean, I mean he stole from his kids. Yeah. For goodness sake. Not but, good. I, you know, still going baseball. And I think we've uh, convinced Maz. You have. But I want to ask Jimmy something. Let's go to basketball, Jimmy. I want you to uh, drop your pants here and tell us who is the rudest basketball player you ever met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Give rudest us your top three. Give us your top three. Um, Again, I, I haven't really. Okay. When, let's see, where were we? I think we were. McDonald's All-American game in high school. I was Springfield, and me and my mother were walking through the lobby, and my mom is a big, you know, basketball fan. She sure. recognizes the players and all of that. So we're walking through the lobby, and we ran into Bill Russell, and uh, she asked him for an autograph, but, you know, not knowing that he doesn't like to sign autographs or take pictures, she took offense to that. Yeah. <laughs> so that he would be on my list, even though I, I understand that, you know, he does that to everybody and not just my mother. He went through hell um, in Boston. He did go through hell. Yes. Yes. And I heard all the stories. I've seen it. I read it. I've seen it. Um, but, but when I met him and spent some time with him, I understood uh, a little bit more why he is that way. Um, and then let's see, number two, um, how about Kareem? Oh, 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 I got one for you. No, I like Kareem. I got okay. Kareem gets a bad rap. I got one for you. That that that's not probably popular. Dennis Johnson. Rest in Dennis, peace. Rest in peace, Johnson. He what? was my coach in the CBA lacrosse with the lacrosse Bobcats. And when I tell you that, like I said, I I didn't have a bad relationship with. A lot of my coaches or players, you know, I got along pretty much with most, but me and him bumped heads. He was a little difficult. So he would be second on my list. All right. Good to and know. Then, yeah. And then third, um, oh, I don't know. Again. That's fine. I'll Think about Jordan, it. I, no, no, no. Because I put, I think I, I mentioned him a while back, but um, most people don't really know or will remember him or know who he is, but George McLeod, he was another. He, he played for the Pacers, good. didn't he? Well, I he played for the Pacers, yeah. and he played yeah. for the Mavericks. Got it. 
All right, that's good. At least we got we got we got something to go on. I, I'll give you some. And here's a name that Jimmy King will never mention. But this dude was kind of rude. Maybe not to Jimmy and others. Chris Weber. Chris Weber was defensive. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. <laughs> I know. Not I know, Chris Jimmy. That's Macy, your boy. Not Macy. <laughs> yes. Not Macy. No, Macy was nice. Macy was great. <laughs> no, in fact, when Chris was rude. Macy would show up Macy, and kind of Chris try to clean it up. I tell you, another dude I hated dealing with too, Allen Iverson. Uh, I thought he was an ass. It's practice, yeah. man. Practice. No, no, no. It's not even the you practice thing. Uh, you rude. Nothing wrong with people. Web. There's nothing wrong with AI. You just got to know how to speak their language. T. You can't. You can't stick the microphone. In their face all the time. I don't. And kick it with them. I don't. No, I tell you why I'm pissed at Allen Iverson. I was interviewing one of his teammates, and his teammate was dressing. So I turn. I always turn away and just kind of uh-huh. look into the distance. So when I was right. doing that, Allen Iverson accused me of checking out his pecker. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I'm checking <laughs> your shit out. What's wrong with you, dude? That's awesome. So then after that, we were done. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> That's oh my funny. God, that is classic. <laughs> I was hey, I wish I was in the locker room that day because I would have instigated that one a little bit. Woo. Oh, I know you would have. <laughs> Dude, would end up fighting. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, I wanted to bring this up. College football. You notice there's there's some people opting out today. Minnesota wide receiver is going to be a number one pick. Rashad Bateman opts out. There are, there are some Pac-12 players threatening to opt out as well. There's another guy that opted out as well. Do you think this is going to happen in college football? Because it's happening in the NFL. There's already a ton of players in the NFL opting out. As a matter of fact, the league came up with this Thursday is the deadline for you to opt out now, and the players are pissed about that. Yeah, but you know what? Um, there's so Who's many going guys first? who want to I, I think they'll be able to play. Jimmy, would you opt out if you're a college football player right now and you knew you were going to be a first-round pick? Nope, I would play. Even if you knew you were going to be a first-round pick? Well, it depends on – it depends – okay. See, I have a I, – I've subscribed to a different philosophy than most. To me, I'm going to keep my skill level up, continue doing my same workout, continue my same routine. I'm going to play the game um, as much as possible. I'm not sitting out, and I'm still going to be a, uh, a lottery pick or a uh, first rounder. Um, not if you get hurt. To, I don't subscribe to injury. That's a possibility. You could get hurt. You could get hurt. I've seen football players, basketball players, high-level athletes, get hurt playing with their kids. So if if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out doing what I want to do, how I want to do it. That's my mentality. I don't think like everyone else. I don't operate like everyone else. I know that's a little uh, unconventional. Um, and, and and however, if, if, if I was a consultant or an agent, I would advise you to sit out. But if you're asking me personally, as a player, I'm playing. 
Terry, what do you say? Here's the thing. Here's the thing that scares me is sometimes guys take a year or two off, whether it's injury or they don't feel like playing or they're going to opt out. You never hear from them again. They're never the same player. Uh, They're a shell of themselves. I'd be afraid of that happening. Exactly. And that's why I'm playing. And I'm going to get the, I'm going to, and my my thought process is I'm going to get this extra year in that game speed shape versus anybody, whoever decides to, to get on that level, cool. We're going to play on that level. But everybody that opts out, I, um, I'm always mentally going to have an edge on every single player. That's just me. Yesterday, during the Atlanta Brave game with the Mets, one of the top pitchers for Atlanta, Mike Soroka, young kid, blows out his Achilles. And this is what people were worried about in this season, this wacky season, 60 games in the, in the Major League Baseball. Why should I come back? and play in this 60-game season and have a chance to ruin my career. This kid is looking for – he's he's an up-and-coming pitcher. Now he's done, and it's an Achilles. Now how do you feel? Yeah, but you know, Maz, Maz, whether you play 60 games or 162 games, you're still playing for a championship. You're still playing for money. You're still playing for fame. You're still playing for a lot of things. So um, I wouldn't think about – uh, sitting if I were a professional athlete because I want to make that money. It's another year in my prime where I can do well. And you know what? If I get injured, oh, well, I took that risk. I'll come back next year and be better if I can. All right. Jimmy? It's injuries are part of the game. Unfortunately, um, it happens. It happens to him. But, um, you know, even if it was a full season this year, well, it's bound to happen. Somebody's going to, you know, have Tommy John surgery. Someone's going to rupture an elbow. Someone's going to, you know, be out for various reasons. They're going to rupture a tendon. They're going to blow an Achilles. They're going to twist the knee. Like, it's, it's athletics and sports. So, <clears throat> for anyone to point at that particular instance, I mean, that's really cherry-picking because it's bound to happen um, when you look at Sports in general. So, you know, if he's happy doing what he wanted to do, he's like Terry said, he's still getting paid. The check's still clear. Go to rehab, come back, and um, who's to say? Because we've also seen the stories when people come back from injury, and uh, they may not be the same player physically, but whatever advances or changes they made mentally. Uh, to change their game, sometimes they level up or, or become more of a consistent player. <clears throat> or that even gives them um, longevity in the game. So we don't know how any of this shakes out. It's a wacky season, man. Maz is looking at us like we're on crack because he doesn't think this season counts. You want to put an asterisk? Uh, uh, asterisk in, well, a lot of you people don't think that 50 game. NBA season counts either. But now, you know, I know, I know. San Antonio Spurs, they got their ring and all those checks cleared. Mm-hmm. Maz, are you enjoying the season of Aaron Judge? So Aaron Judge has oh. sat out this season. Oh, my God. Am I loving it? Of course I'm loving it. Just, yeah, he's just crazy. Yeah, he's going nuts. So I mean, why would you want to miss that? I don't. Why, Matter of fact. I don't. Matter of fact, I don't want baseball to end. In the beginning, I was like, 
I don't want to watch this crap. There's no fans. It looks fake. Now I can't take. I can't get enough of watching it. I mean, I but I want to see the teams I want to watch. I don't want to watch the crappy teams. Right. I just want to watch the good teams. <laughs> right. But that, that's every season. Every season we got to get through the crappy teams. I know. And we got to get through uh, Seattle against uh, California or, right. or the LA. You know. You know. We got to do that every year. So it makes no difference. At least now we get to it quicker than we did uh, in years past. Now the Cardinals, the Cardinals have this week off because they're sick. They have to play 53 games in the next 55 days to make up for it. Wow. You think that's going to happen? Wow. It's almost impossible. Right. That sounds, yeah. I don't know how they're going to do that. Neither do I. So 60 games might be too much. Yeah, but Mass, you know what they're not afraid to do this year? Wow. Play double headers. I know. And you know what they're doing? Seven, seven inning double headers. Right. You can do it. Oh man. And maybe in fact, maybe that's how they should do the entire in the entire season. Seven inning double headers. So when you go to the ball well, you can't go to the ballpark, but if you watch it on TV, you get a little bit more baseball. And the games go quicker, so why not just do that for everybody? So the fifth inning. So we're gonna do it a fifth inning stretch. Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah, fifth inning stretch. Take me out to the ball game in the fifth inning. Oh God, help us! It's just a weird season, but they're still gonna crown the champion at the end of it. It'll be a home run champion, a batting champion. Who knows? Somebody might win the triple crown. There's gonna be a Cy Young Award winner. It'd be the same. We won't remember this a hundred years from now, but well, we won't. I know, but somebody, somebody else who's younger won't remember it either. So sure they will. Uh, anyway, let us enjoy. So enjoy the season. Enjoy your little Yankee. I am. I'm enjoying my little they Yankee. They might win thing. it. They might win it, man. You see, my, you see my jersey today. I saw it. I'm All impressed. Right. All right. How come you didn't wear the pinstripes? I got my away. I like my away jersey better. Really? I do. But the pinstripe makes you look smaller. I'll wear it's my better. Mets pinstripe on Thursday uh, next time I see you. How's that? How's that? Dude, don't wear the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? My wife had a question that's for you. Go ahead. What parts of New York uh, root for the Mets over yeah. the Yankees? Queens Ooh. and Queens and Long Island root for the Mets. Okay. Everything else it. roots. Everything else roots for the Yankees. Right, all of America, basically, <laughs> yeah. But Queens and Long Island—that's uh, that's uh, Mets and Nets territory and Jets. Used to be Jets back in the day when they well, played at Shea you, Stadium. How do you become a Jets fan over a Giants fan? What? How do you? How does that work? Well, I guess if you came up and watched Joe Namath and uh, you know at Shea Stadium and Jets winning the the AFL championship and the NFL championship, I guess you get hooked on them back then. I love. I like all my teams in New York. Just like I would like if I was in Chicago, I would like all my teams in Chicago. I, that's the that's the way I'm built. That's the way I, I root. Yeah, but even the Islanders, because they're yeah. way they were way they're out the, of the way. I love the Islanders. I grew up an Islander fan. My friends were Ranger fans. I was an Islander fan. Then the Devils came Why? to town. I just loved them. I just fell in love with that team. They were an expansion team. I got to jump on them at an early age, and then of course. They had the greatest team in hockey, one of the greatest dynasties in hockey. That didn't hurt watching the championship team. When I was a kid, I liked the Miami Dolphins for crying out loud because the Jets and Giants stunk. 
the Dolphins. I, I hung my hat on them. So I had, you know, call me a front runner if you want, but I I still like them to this day. All right, good nothing wrong with that. You like what you like. That's it. <laughs> now, Terry, what are you going to do about Dallas. your son? I grew up in I grew up in Dallas, and I'm a and I'm a Steelers fan. There you go. That's hard. That's hard. The Steelers won yeah, those. Right. Imagine walking around. Imagine walking around Dallas in black and wow. black and gold. That's bad. That I is bad. A, I had a Greg Lloyd jersey I wore everywhere. Avoid the Lloyd. He was good. Right. He was good, man. Those first two Super Bowls, the Super Bowl ten and twelve, amazing championships for the Steelers. I rooted for the Cowboys on both those games. I rooted for the Cowboys. Bill Curtin, Mean Joe oh, yeah. Green. Oh, yeah. They were something. They were something. So, that was football, man. Man, was that so good back then. So good. Absolutely. Hey, oh, Terry. Terry. I like Bradshaw. Hey. Terry, I wanted to ask you about Little B. Yes. Are you sending we, him to Michigan uh, State or are you keeping him home? We are not sending B to Michigan State. Fauci has spoken. The president of Michigan State said, if you can stay at home, don't come here. So if the president, who is an expert on pandemics and stuff like that, is saying that, to me, it said, you know what, maybe he shouldn't go there. These dorms are going to be a Petri dish. He knows they're going to get sick. He knows the semester is not going to finish up. So I thought maybe the best thing, or we as a family talk about and he's not in favor of it. He wants to go. Yeah, of course. And I don't he wants him. out. I'd, I'd want him, yeah. I, he's had an 18-year prison term here. I want him to go. When the president of the university says, maybe it's not a good idea, I'm kind of thinking it may not be a good idea. That doesn't bode well for other schools as well, huh? High schools. No, other no schools I don't know about that. Too. I think... I think they're trying to keep – they don't want to do their job. They just want the kids to stay at home. They're loving this vacation time. Look at Jimmy. That a boy. <laughs> no, no, no. Jimmy, Jimmy what, what, what is the number one goal of a college or university? To get money. money. To make money. Money and tuition. tuition. When you're talking about something that – brings in revenue saying you may not want to come up two things hit me one this pandemic is very serious because they want to give up that money or two he knows something is going to happen and he doesn't want the university yes. sued and i'm gonna tell you what that ha- something is <clears throat> what that something is is that they want you to get used to taking these online courses pay your dough you can pay because you're going to pay uh just as much online versus on, uh, on campus or, you know, the, those, the, it's going to wash out. The, the prices are going to level out. It's going to be more manageable for them. They're going to be making and taking in effectively the same amount of money, but they'll be able to do uh, – it, it will be less taxing work. They won't have to commute. They can work from home. They could come into the office when they want. They're able to then get ahead of everything they need to, and they could tell you what they need versus the people coming on, all these different people coming on campus and having different requests. They could tell you this is what it is. That's how they keep it. I'm telling you, this is a capitalist society. 
and I don't care how you slice it. Yes, the pandemic is real. Yes, people want to stay safe. However, there's also a hidden financial play and a paradigm shift to this. It was all intertwined. So I agree. Stay home if that's your choice. However, those monies will be transferred and will be paid. It's just going to be um, handled differently. For instance, like if you're going to buy a car, it's not going to be the same. You're not going to be able to test drive. You can't touch all the things. People are, you know, the, the methodology is going to be different. It's just going to be a different process. It's going to be the same for everything we do from here on out. All right. All right. Two things that you holes into your argument. One, a you lot better of make it quick. They're going to go to a community college or another school. And the other thing no. is you're giving up the no. of credibility. They're doing credibility. Huh? You can go to Oakland Community College or, or Wayne Community College for one semester or one year. And then you can still, then you can go to that school the next year. It, you know, the University of Michigan, the University, for instance, the University of Michigan does not honor a lot of transfer credits. That's the reason why the University of Michigan supposedly has a stronger degree, because you have to, everything is accredited through their system and program. They don't allow outside influencers. Hey, so, fellas, you better take this up on the phone. We're out of time. You guys better argue on the phone. Thanks a lot. Hey, yeah, you guys. Yeah, be good. <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys are on your own for the next week. I'll be in Jersey, okay? So you guys handle uh, your business. Jersey, what? Yeah. We ain't, you... no, we ain't get no invite to Jersey, dirty Jersey. I'll invite you. Come on by, bro. I'll buy you pizza. You Don't guys... get in the ocean, make a pie. I'm going in the ocean. No, I don't care what anyone says. No, you, you, guys... <laughs> you guys have a great time. Do your show. Get that Make me proud. Away. Get that bat repellent. That bat repellent. That's it, that baby. Has. You know I will. You know I will. <laughs> King and Foster here. Tom Mazaway on NRM Streamcast. You guys be healthy. All right, fellas.